Hello, and welcome to another episode of All Them Witches. I'm your host, Marcus, here to chat about horror movies. Since last time, I've watched a whole host of movies, uh, but before then, I'd just like to give a late happy Halloween to everyone. Hope you have been enjoying a great deal of horror movies. Maybe you saw Halloween Kills. I still haven't seen that. Well, I haven't even seen the first Halloween, uh, the one preceding Halloween Kills, that is. Um, so I'm, I'm still a ways away from that. But let's see. Um, aside from that, what did I watch? What did I actually watch? Because obviously you know what I didn't. Um, after Demon Seed, I might have already mentioned I watched Malignant. I probably did already mention that. Um, but then I watched The Fan. Uh, kind of a mix of things. <laughs> the Fan, Moulin Rouge, Angel. Again, I've seen this before. Uh, Bad Influence, The Fast and the Furious. Uh, too Fast, Too Furious, the second one, um, Horror Noir, not the documentary, but the new release on Shudder, which is like a series of short films, Them or Ilse, and then Geostorm. So a real mix of kind of random things, and uh, you might be wondering why I watched The Fast and the Furious, which is the original of that whole series. Um, I don't know why exactly I got on that this decision to do that, kind of in the mood for action-y, dumb movies, and, um, I don't know, I wanted to watch it. I've, I've wanted to watch it before, but just never got around to it, and, um, there is kind of a talk-over commentary track for it, which was created by the folks at Giant Bomb, uh, years back. So I decided, hey, I'll, uh, use that and watch it, because I don't think I need to watch it, like, pure the first time. I could definitely watch it with commentary, because why not? That's probably what I would have done anyway if I could, like, watch with friends, so... Let's watch with this on here, people goofing around about this movie. So that's what I decided to do uh, for the first two. They have, I think, commentaries for the entire series, but I just decided to get started. I didn't want to watch through everything in one weekend, um, but I have come come back to it. Even though I didn't, I did enjoy them. Um, I like the first movie quite a bit, actually. Um, and I've heard Tokyo Drift is amazing, so that's coming right up. Um. Uh, I watched something else, too. I watched Agony. I don't know why I didn't write that down, but, um... No, 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 not Agony. Angst. Excuse me. Angst from 1983. I was actually going to do an episode on Angst, but I ended up not, and it's it's kind of like, um, for me, I think it's one of those movies that impacted me in a way that is, like, it's showing a really dark side of humanity, in kind of a no-frills way. It's not over the top. It's just kind of, it is what it is, and that is kind of what's disturbing about it. I would compare it in some respects to, I guess, you know, sometimes Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer or even, like, Irreversible. And some people would take really obvious connections from that movie. But for me, it just kind of felt really somber and kind of, quote, real. And I didn't, I didn't, you know, you're not supposed to enjoy this movie, obviously, but it hit me in a way where I feel like I don't want to watch it again. I don't want to think about it again, really. Um, so I didn't, I didn't do an episode on it, but I think it's very, is it an important film, maybe? So if you're so inclined, Angst is on the Criterion channel right now. I think it's part of their, like, Home Invasion series, so... That is why I ended up launching it, and I was like, well, I was not prepared or knowing what to expect from this movie at all. Um, but yeah. 
the movie that I am talking about today, which is Them or Else from 2006. This is a movie that was also on Criterion Channel in that home invasion collection. So, of course, I love a good home invasion movie. So that's why I decided to see it. And I know people have mentioned this movie a lot over the years, like as kind of a, a cult hit. Not me cult hit, but a hit or just something that's popular kind of, but under the radar a bit. Maybe not anymore, but I just decided, hey, I've heard about this movie for so long. Like, what is it? Why don't I just watch it, right? So, yes, it's this movie. So let me just put a trailer on and then we'll get right to it. Okay, so for anyone who has seen this before, you may laugh at this, but when the movie started, it starts with this mother and daughter who are in the car. The daughter is a, a bitchy teen, doesn't want to do anything, doesn't respect her family. The mom just kind of pissed off about this and just trying to drive home or wherever they're driving late at night. And for me, I was like, okay, I'm getting into this. Um, and I thought this was these were our characters, you know, but anyone would know doesn't really last that long because they the mom thinks you see someone in the road they swerve off crash their car they're fine but the car is not fine so the mom's like okay i gotta like pop up the hood and look in the car and see if i can fix the engine for me i would just be like stay in the car use your cell phone again because you have a cell phone call uh for assistance of some sort and then just wait like why try to fix it like this was a big accident i don't think it'd be easy to like fix it um, anyway, mom pops, pops a hood and is working on it. The daughter is, you know, trying to help, but at some point the mom stops responding. So she gets out of the car and sees her mom is not there anymore. So she's like, mom or mamo, um, cause the film is not in English. And I was looking around and, uh, hears weird noises, um, gets spooked enough to go back in the car because she hears a whisper of mom. Very freaky. Um, gets back in the car, you know, wants to call for help. She calls the police. There's a waiting thing on the police line, so she has to wait. Um, 
And while this happens, there's more spooky stuff going on. It's raining. Things are throwing mud at her car. Um, and then finally, someone pops up from behind the back seat and strangles her and kills her. For me, this is like one of those no moments for me. Like, there are so many movies, horror and otherwise, where there is someone waiting for you in the back seat. Like, it may seem silly, but before I go in the car ever, I always look in the back seat to make sure there's nobody hiding. Um, if everyone did this, there would be no horror movies anymore with cars like that. Um, but yeah, and for a second I wondered how did they get in there, but then I realized, oh yeah, she was out of the car for a while, so it could have been very easy for someone to sneak in while she was out because the door was open and unlocked. Anyway, I was like, whoa, okay, they pulled that on me. I didn't realize that, and they were going to be gone. But yeah, so we continue up with the actual character, uh, who is Clementine, who's like a teacher, um, and she's coming home after work to like go meet up with her boyfriend, while she's driving, she actually sees kind of on this thin, small, like, two-lane road that uh, that car that we know from the beginning was where these two people got murdered uh, or taken away or whatever happened to them, that that car is there just kind of being pulled off the road. It's like, oh, that's interesting. And our character knows nothing about what that is kind of meaning or signifying. But yes, anyway, so Clementine, or Clem, as I'll just be calling her going forward, uh, meets up with her boyfriend and um, his name is Lucas, and they're just doing their, you know, couple stuff, being, you know, boring and cute and all that good stuff together, right? Um, it appears he's a writer, because he was doing some sort of writing before she came up. Something funny about this is, as usual in movies, in a lot of movies, why does he have such a massive estate? Is he getting money from writing? Is this just a family thing? Like, it's just, it's just a huge place. Two stories, humongous, attic, weird other things going on. It's humongous, which will be useful later on when there's a lot of chasing going on. Um, but anyway, we have um, things start to get a little weird when uh, Clem is up late doing some work of some sort, and there's a phone call. There's some noises on the phone call, but nothing else. She goes back to bed, and um, they hear some sort of noises outside. Again, so she forces Lucas to wake up. She's like, what is that noise? Um, she sees her car kind of out in the front where it was not parked. She's like, what is my car doing there? So, of course, Lucas, being the big man around campus, is like, okay, I'll go check it out. Again, why are you checking it out at, like, 3 in the morning where it's pitch black and there's nothing around? Why can you just wait? Because it's, it's like... If that car's not supposed to be there, clearly something weird is going on. And uh, you probably don't want to deal with that right now. I don't know. I wouldn't want to. Um, but anyway, he goes out there. Car lights turn on. The car kind of teases him, like, revving up like it's going to run into him. But then it just peels out and leaves. So he's like, what? And she's like, what? Um, so they're all pissed off. Call the police. There's really nothing they can do. All the information or all of her stuff is in the car. So it's kind of like, oh, shit. Uh, kind of a pissed off mood, but not inherently like super scared yet. Um, of course, that, that changes pretty quickly because now after the car is stolen, the kind of all the electricity in the house goes out at that time. I'm like, whoa. And it becomes very clear that something is wrong, that that's just not related to the storm when all the windows are set. Like, I think at first you see like flashlight light kind of peering into various windows. But then all the windows, shutters, like, from outside start shutting, like, clearly, intentionally, clearly by somebody, not by weather. So they're 
so Clem and Lucas are freaking out at this point. Like, what is going on? Like, why are, why is someone here? Why are people here? What are they trying to do? Um, and so this is when the panic starts, and it's very clear. There's, again, those weird noises. There's, like, little clicking noises and little, I don't know, other noises going on outside. And it's just it's just not a good time for any of them. Um, they go up into, like, their, their bedroom, I guess, and kind of hide. But at some point... The lights come back on, so Lucas is like, I'm going to explore for some reason. So just, again, why not wait until morning? I guess it wouldn't matter because things probably would have escalated anyway, but he goes out there, he sees the TV's on, he turns it off, he walks around, um, comes back to the TV on again, and then um, he he has to hear some noise behind him, so he swings a kind of a fire poker or something, and hits the glass, and of course, somehow this glass ends up smacking into him, hurting, injuring this man. Like, I think it kind of stabs him in his upper thigh. So, oops. Um, and then it's kind of like the chase is on, and upstairs where the girl's hiding, she's kind of looking at the people in the door down the hallway. The hallway is empty, but even so, um, there is someone there who kind of like jabs a, I don't know, a s- screwdriver or something through the people, almost poking her in the eye does not kind of like slices the side of her head instead but i was like oh my gosh this this is great um now <laughs> um it's really you know things have come to a head it's clear that there's someone some people there and this is a very dangerous situation so this continues where even though he got glass in his leg he's able to get back up to the second floor clem takes the big shard of glass out but he's obviously very hurt um, they try to get somewhere else. They go into this bathroom, attached bathroom, of which there happens to be like a pathway to the attic uh, in there. So she goes up there, but when she's up there, of course, she is not alone. Someone like closes the attic thing and she has to kind of figure out another way, potentially. Um, so she's freaking out, running, getting into a lot of close calls. And she ends up somewhere else in the building. I'm not sure exactly where or how she got there. Um, but she's able to knock one of the assailants out of the window and, um, they fall like to their death, but there she sees when she looks over, she sees a person laying there, but she also sees somebody else. Um, and I think a car. So she's like, oh, we got to get out of here. Um, I think that's the first time you've actually seen that there are multiple people, but that's all. You don't know how many, but it's clearly, you know, there's like a group of folks like doing this. But either way, so they they all get out and run, and I was like, why are they? I wasn't sure like where they were trying to run, um, like or how they thought that would work. But um, because it seems like they're just kind of running to run, not like a running to a specific destination. And to me, I was kind of like, why are you forcing your husband, who's got like or not my husband, whoever he is, with his severely injured leg, to make a run for it? That's hard for him either way they run and um she ends up being alone because he can't climb over a fence so she keeps running and he hides and um she finds her car but as you might guess it's still not gonna end well for her um the guys kind of catch her the people and are they take her away and of course fortunately for us lucas is not dead he just kind of anything get caught so he's able to finally make it out there and um, kind of follow where Clem should have been. 
and kind of finds or hears these noises and he, he goes after her because he hears her her crying out. Um, one thing to note that I find interesting is like up until this point when we kind of get into this, I guess, sewer, um, to me, it looked like all of the people, like the very quick flashes of people that we were seeing were of like big adult men. It seemed like that from afar, from other depictions. It seemed like they were adult men. But by the time we finally get to see these people, they are not adults. They are small children and teenagers. So I don't know if I was just looking at it wrong or seeing what I wanted to see. Um, if there is, like maybe there's some real big teens in this group. Or um, if it's intentionally misleading. But... Yeah, clearly, because we get to this point and we see that the assailants are children, are children and teens, young teens, uh, because they're one teen is really messing with Clem, kind of torturing her, basically. And um, there's another child much younger looking who is like, no, stop, no, stop. So um, Lucas is able to help to kind of get her out of the situation and they decide to follow this child who is seemingly trying to protect her. So they follow him around. Until he turns and because he, he knocks and tries to basically kill the husband or whoever he is. Tries to kill Lucas, uh, making him fall off a ladder from up high. And that's the point when Clem realizes, oh shit, everybody is against me. All of these people are against me. Do not trust even like a nine-year-old child. Um, and um, she finally is running as far as she can, you know, trying to survive. She couldn't kill the child though, even though she had an opportunity to. She does not. Um, and she sees finally a light at the end of this tunnel. She's running and it's, of course, before she gets there, I'm like, it's not going to be open. Yes, it's a graded, um, opening to a tunnel, which she cannot take the grading off. And we see it's kind of like, mm, like a sewer exit thing, um, on the side of a freeway. And she's putting her arms out, you know, but it's a freeway. So cars are not, they're going quickly. They're not going to hear her screaming. I feel like. You might notice arms filling out. I mean, maybe it's it's so just a typical thing just on the side of the road that maybe no one ever even like bats an eye. But I feel like I would notice either way, even if they did, I guess it would be too late. Like by the time they pull over and walk over because she's only there for a couple seconds of screaming and wailing before she gets pulled back into the blackness. And then, you know, that's the movie. And it tells you, because I think it was, says it was based on a true story, um, that there was a murder of people. And I don't know if this is the coda to the movie or the coda to the real events um, or what. But anyway, the coda of the movie is that there were children that were uh, convicted for the murder and they were playing. They said they were killing because those two wouldn't play with them. Okay. I find that interesting, though. I would always have to wonder, like, how does that sort of thing occur in reality? But I think it's really just kind of the case typically in these types of situations where there is kind of one person who is really messed up, um, who has like some sort of mental problems and wants to cause harm, wants to control others, wants to potentially kill others. And usually somehow that person is also like very enigmatic, also very easy to follow. Um, and, you know, charismatic, and so others will fall in line with this person. I don't assume all the children had mental issues, probably just one of them who got these other people involved 
in this scenario because um, that's often what happens right so anyway I thought the movie was pretty good um, nothing actually all that you know incredible it didn't do anything new in my opinion but I still really quite liked it I felt um, it did well like ramping up tension slowly I like the false start um, where you think like these are gonna be the characters but they're not um, I enjoyed generally I thought Clem was nice and Lucas was nice even though they weren't particularly amazing characters I did like you know a little bit I knew and seeing them fight for their lives you know I felt for them I rooted for them I think it's interesting that they don't make it at the end of the movie though um if this were an American movie I'm sure that would be a different ending that they would just kill all the children well no in the American movie you wouldn't want to kill children either mm, maybe they would just escape I guess is there a remake of this I think there is um but either way I like that kind of ending it's just kind of you know bleak <laughs> that bad things sometimes evil wins um so yeah I thought it was a good movie uh, maybe not the best ever and nothing incredible but for the time that I was watching it I had a lot of fun also it's kind of short I think like maybe almost like almost like an hour and 16 minutes or something it's very short um compared to some other movies so it's like yes you know I don't need two hour movie I can get away with this this is fine I felt it I have my highs my lows I have my everything so definitely would recommend that if you were so inclined um so I thought that was very much worth it to finally see them or ills from 2006 um I have no idea what I'll be watching next maybe something else from Criterion maybe something totally unrelated I don't know uh, I didn't have a very horror movie Halloween or as much as I have in the past but I think that's fine like sometimes I get burned down on horror so it's kind of like let me mix and match all these genres together and kind of just go for it and and whatever strikes my fancy at the time I'll go for them so yeah that was that um and now that we're taking care of them or ills we will be back in two weeks with another episode